0: the stress out of your project by professionally managing it from start to finish give us a call today at 218-234-1095 or visit our website at www.do-rightconstruction.com at do right construction we do it all and we do it right live from the kdlm studios it's time for hodgepodge with carol mccarthy presented by partnership for health
1: Good morning, and welcome to Hodgepodge, the 13th day of May 2020. And today on the program, we have Detroit Lakes Mayor Matt Brink following the May meeting of the Detroit Lakes City Council Tuesday night. Mayor Brink joins me via Zoom this morning. Good morning, Mayor Brink.
0: Good morning. Here we go again with
1: the Zoom. Just a few hours later, um, yeah. So it was a, quite a lengthy meeting last night. Um, but I have to say, the one good thing about the Zoom meetings is when technology works, you can at least hear uh, people. Uh, I think much better. As for my purposes,
0: <laughs> um, yeah, that, that's that's true. We did that. We did have a few technical challenges last night. It was, I, I think, for one thing, these Zoom meetings. I think they draw a lot of power on your on your laptops, mm-hmm. and so. I know from my perspective about halfway through the meeting my computer started to get a low battery and I didn't bring a cord along so we had to do a little switching there but yeah I'm sure you can hear better and uh, so there are I guess some positives.
1: All right. Uh, Yeah, so it was a kind of a barn burner of a meeting lengthwise last night. Um, Some of the things that you need to get done, you know, typically this time of year, uh, lots of construction projects uh, kicking off and, of course, uh, needing to approve uh, uh, those projects. Uh, One of the projects, of course, that drew probably the, the longest... Uh, p- portion of the meeting, about an hour and a half of the three-hour meeting, uh, was discussion about uh, development on kind of the west side of Detroit Lakes um, on, was that Village Lane, 22-unit uh, development?
0: Yeah, we had a number of people that uh, chose to participate and make comments last evening about that project, and that's a 22-unit housing project. Actually, 11 twin homes creating 22 uh, living units. and. Uh, a fair amount of opposition from the neighborhood Uh, however uh, the 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 developer uh, does meet all of our our, uh, requirements for a uh, conditional use permit and so uh, it was a split vote and and uh, because we're short one council member uh, i was uh, required to vote last evening and it passed by a, a vote of five to four so that did that did end up being quite a long discussion though
1: all right and mayor brink i know that there is a lot of work put into developing the city's comprehensive plan uh you know planning the zoning for areas where the new developments go in and um and and that kind of comes into play with these newer developments uh like the one last night too um when you refer to it's part of the plan and it fits in the area
0: right yeah it it, uh it really did meet all the criteria and you know the, the neighbors had some good points about the about the street access and things like that but uh, I think the council did the right thing last evening and you know unfortunately when there's uh, new con- new things going up in town there's there's bound to be some some uh, opposition to that and and so we tried to be very sensitive to the neighborhood we gave everybody a chance to speak last evening and and we listened to their concerns and ultimately at the end of the day we have to make a vote that's what we're elected for and that's what we did.
1: All right. Uh, Detroit Lakes Mayor Matt Brink, my guest this morning on HodgePodge following the May meeting of the Detroit Lakes City Council Tuesday night. Uh, Another development going on, of course, uh, lots of construction at our schools in town. And uh, Detroit Lakes High School is undergoing some major construction this summer. And I know that was another um, item on the agenda last night uh, to approve a variance uh, to... Uh, allow a 2% reduction of the parking lot, interior landscaping and such.
0: Right, Carol, because of the construction at the high school and the high school campus, and because we've changed our shoreland ordinance, uh, the high school uh, needed to get a small reduction or a small variance for uh, a little reduction in the amount of parking spots required for their their project. And so the council did approve that. However, we did uh, include a stipulation uh, in our resolution that we want to see a landscaping plan from the school, b- both for the interior landscaping and also uh, I think the biggest concern of the council last night was for trees around the perimeter of the campus. And so we want to see those trees go in and we can certainly work with the school. We do a lot of tree planting in Detroit Lakes. We can even have Arbor Day over there and, and get some trees planted and, and continue with that over the next couple of years. So, uh, That was that
1: on that item. Okay. Uh, So we're continuing our conversation this morning with Detroit Lakes Mayor Matt Brink and uh, talking about uh, some of the things going on, construction projects, uh, moving in Detroit Lakes, about the only thing moving. Uh, We'll get to more COVID-19 response stuff in just a a bit. But uh, items on the agenda, of course, uh, with the projects around town. Uh, We've got the South Washington Avenue projects that will be – kicking off this summer, uh, putting in some mini roundabouts uh, this summer yet?
0: Yep, from Willow Street down to just uh, just beyond the North Shore Drive intersection. That, that seg- segment of Washington Avenue will be reconstructed this summer. It'll be likely, a, I think it's planned for a concrete street with the streetscapes and, and the different things that you see on the segment of Washington going to the north of Willow Street. And uh, also uh, at the intersection of Willow and Washington Avenue and North Shore Drive and Washington Avenue, there will be roundabouts in those intersections and that should greatly improve the traffic flow on, on in that whole area of town that project, I believe, is scheduled to start in the mid to, you know, maybe third week in July. Okay, it should wrap up this summer.
1: All right, and we've got uh, construction on Highway 10 east of Detroit Lakes with that uh, County Highway 54 intersection. Yep,
0: yeah, there's going to be new signal lights placed at County 54 East Shore Drive Highway 10 this summer. Uh, you know, we, we did a big project and, and actually are finishing up a project on Randolph Road from Chris Street out to County 54. Uh, we're going to be routing, you know, most of the truck traffic in and out of the industrial park down to 54 and and accessing Highway 10 off of County 54. So uh, we need the uh, signal lights there. And also it's a safety issue at that intersection. The the cars travel fairly fast coming into Detroit Lake. So it's a a long intersection to get across if you're going from East Shore Drive over to 54. So that'll be a, a nice improvement. Also, there'll be some modifications to the Chris Street Intersection. I know that's been a source of a lot of frustration to motorists that get stopped at that intersection. And and uh, we'll have a uh, I believe it's a a right out and a right in. will be it's called a three quarter intersection that'll be modified at Chris Street as well. And also that we'll be finishing up the the final left of paving on Randolph Road and and some you know, some of the uh, landscaping along there as well this summer.
1: All right. Uh, some of the other things, too, that the city is working on uh, for future projects, uh, always uh, stuff to do over the summer. And uh, th- there was a item on the agenda last night, consideration to a proposal to complete a traffic study for the Frazee Street East and McKinley Avenue intersection. Um, that is an- another intersection that uh, causes a little bit of uh, uh, backup uh, at times as well, and kind of a dangerous intersection, I would think, too
0: confusion, too, you think? (laughs)
1: Confusing.
0: (laughs) So next summer, we're going to be redoing Frazee Street from Washington Avenue down to McKinley. And so we want to take a look at that McKinley-Frazee Street intersection, which we all know is, you know, probably by far the busiest intersection in Detroit Lakes. And it's a four-way stop and, you know, with people coming into the intersection at the same time, there's just always a lot of confusion and there's left turns and right turns. And so we're gonna take a look at that intersection. The time to do something with that intersection would be next year when we do the street project. And so we'll be, uh, we did accept, I think a bid last night to to do that uh, study. And uh, probably what we're looking at is either uh, traffic signals or possibly a roundabout at some point in the future, probably next summer.
1: Okay. Detroit Lakes Mayor Matt Brink on uh, Zoom with me this morning uh, for Hodge Podge following last night's Detroit Lakes City Council meeting. And uh, Mayor Brink, uh, we will uh, talk more about, well, let's talk about uh, Detroit Mountain Recreation Area uh, owned by the city and run by a separate uh, entity. But uh, that is one of the things that it is open in Detroit Lakes as far as recreation goes. Um, of course, a limited... Uh, access to the building but uh, fees were increased last night but that was kind of in the the making before the whole pandemic struck Um, but it is something that uh, people it's a destination and I know uh, we'll talk more about the COVID-19 response uh, to area entities but that was just something on the agenda last night. that was discussed as far as the increase in fees, which were minimal, um, but yet it is open for the season, uh, soon to be all open for the season with limited hours as well.
0: Yeah, we heard from the general manager Jeff Staley <clears throat> last evening, and we did approve the <clears throat> the uh, fee schedule for next season. And uh, Jeff also explained that the <clears throat> that the uh, the trails are open for people if they want to come out and do some biking out there. We have a, quite an extensive trail system now out of the Detroit Mountain Recreation Area. So, uh, as you mentioned, Carol, it's one way people can get out and enjoy uh, some recreation this you know this spring now.
1: All right. And of course, the Country Club, which is also owned by the city, is open now to another recreation area.
0: Correct. So we've, we've got a few things open and we've got a few things that, that aren't open and And hopefully we're working our way to where we can have everything
1: open. All right. And of course, uh, events continue in Detroit Lakes. I know that the street fair was uh, changed from uh, late May to now August uh, as far as uh, activities going on. But when when organizations come to the city for permits to run an event, um, you know, I'm sure there's consideration given to the situation at hand and just kind of. Waiting for uh, the state to make their move, and then Detroit likes follow suit. Or when you when the city council approves permits for events happening this summer, you know is that still in limbo, or did you pass a couple of them last night as well?
0: Well, you know we're hoping that all the events can happen, but you know you get to a point with some events where uh, you have to uh, make a decision. Uh, in advance, you know, there there's different things that might be involved with <clears throat> booking in, uh, <clears throat> you know, like the fair, for example, or the water carnival and different things like that. So, <clears throat> uh, so you know, and we will work with we will work with different organizations if if they're planning an event and it can't occur, uh, the cities, you know, we're going to be working with folks on that.
1: All right. Uh, We're going to continue our conversation with Detroit Lakes Mayor after a quick break. And a hodgepodge continues this Wednesday morning, May 13th.
0: West Joe's Funeral Home is Detroit Lakes only locally owned funeral home. Since 1938, they've built their business on a firm foundation, trust, experience, reputation. They strive to keep up-to-date on current trends. Services offered include traditional, memorial, gravesite, a number of cremation options, video and floral tributes, pre-arrangements, plus transportation services when a death occurs away from home. You can find out more by going to their website, westjoes.com. Now, back to HodgePodge with Kara McCarthy on KDLM Detroit Lakes.
1: Welcome back to HodgePodge, this May 13th, 2020, 847, back with Detroit Lakes Mayor Matt Brink following the May meeting of the Detroit Lakes City Council. Uh, another council meeting held via Zoom last night and uh, lots of things on the agenda uh, for the May meeting as uh, things start picking up as far as construction goes um, and just kind of navigating through this whole COVID-19 pandemic on top of uh the busy time here in detroit lakes typically uh mayor brink let's talk a little bit about some of the impacts COVID has had on our city uh namely you know thinking of businesses um, more restaurants are now opening for uh take takeaway and pickup uh which is good uh, i think uh, they've had about a week or so of that going on
0: yeah i think governor Walls has got a an announcement this evening at 6 p.m regarding uh, which direction we're going in Minnesota. The council did authorize me last night to send a letter to Governor Walz uh, expressing our concerns about the impact that the, that the uh, pandemic is having or the closures are having on our local businesses and and uh, you know there's just a lot of concern on the part of the council that you know if this goes on much longer that uh, we could lose some businesses and it's certainly already had a tremendous negative impact on a lot of folks here in Detroit lake so hopefully uh, we can start opening things up and, and you know, maybe there's some different different ways that that can happen and. So uh, i'll be re- I'm sending a letter to the governor and I don't quite have that composed yet, so I. I, uh, I can't tell you too much about exactly what I'm what i'm intending to say, but I know there are some city Councils last evening in Minnesota that. Have elected to open things up, and I, I'm not sure exactly how that all shakes out. But uh, we will certainly see, and and we certainly hope this is over soon.
1: All right, and of course we've we got a report from our finance officer, our new finance officer Heidi Ostley, uh, submitted a report and about the impacts. Th- you know, the continued closure of businesses may have on our sales tax collection, uh, some of the revenues brought into the city and maybe ultimately affecting uh, property tax, uh, you know, taxes for local folks, um, taxpayers.
0: Yeah, we did hear from Heidi. And uh, first and foremost, I I just wanna point out that the city's in good financial shape. We do have, we do have, uh, you know, some decent reserves in place, but there are going to be some impacts to uh, our local option sales tax. Uh, That's the tax that uh, the voters approved last fall for the construction of the new police facility and with the local sales tax, that tax is collected a month after by the merchants and then remitted to the commerce department and then we get that. we get, that, get those funds a month after that. So we're, it's kind of a two month lag. So we haven't seen March and April figures yet, but we're projecting that they're gonna be quite a bit lower than, than the projection. I will say this, when the tax started uh, last, uh, late last fall, the collections were quite a bit higher than we anticipated. So we've actually built up a little a little cushion, so to speak. Our food and beverage tax, I'm sure is gonna be way down uh, liquor store sales, on the other hand, are up about 35% the last two months. Uh, other funds, other revenue sources, building permits, pavilion rentals, a lot of that's just going to have to, uh, we'll just have to see how things go uh, as as we move uh, forward in, into the summer.
1: All right. Uh, that's all, I, all we can do. Uh, also, with the building of the uh, police station, I know that there was a special meeting later in April to approve the plans and to award the contract to the building, uh, to building the police department. But that uh, is going to break ground now, uh, soon.
0: I, I, You know, within the next two weeks, you're going to see ground broken. Uh, We're going to have a, uh, I think, a pre-construction meeting later this week. So yeah, possibly even... uh, even uh, next week, after the week after this, we could see some some uh, ground broken for the start of that project.
1: Okay, on the line today with Detroit Lakes Mayor Matt Brink talking about things going on in the city. Uh, during the month of May, the May meeting was held last night uh, by city council members, uh, with city council members on hand. All city council members are on hand. Of course, we have a vacant seat. Uh, Jay Sherman uh, flew the coop, so to speak, to, to Cormorant, and uh, a t- two-seat is open now and uh, won't be filled until the election in November. And
0: uh, Yeah, oops. the council uh, decided, uh, since we're... Actually, only a few months away from the filing time for the for the uh, this fall's elections that that uh, we would leave that seat vacant rather than uh, go through a process and try to appoint somebody to to fill in for that temporary period of time.
1: All right. Also, we had updates from the police department and the fire departments, and of course, uh, as you know, people are told to stay at home. Not a lot of extra uh, traffic. Uh, out there on the streets, so calls were down for the police department. However, the fire department continues at the same clip as other years, but now they are down two more firefighters.
0: Yeah, we heard from Chief Todd and, and calls for service in our police department are are down, which I guess is one positive thing you can take out of this. Uh, we did also hear from, from Chief Swanson from the fire department, and yes, Carol, we, we are losing a couple firefighters, and so... Uh, I think we've talked about this the last couple of months if anyone's interested in uh, becoming a, a firefighter locally in Detroit lakes you can get a hold of us at city hall and and uh, I would encourage anyone who has any interest to to look into it it's a great way to serve your community. there are some benefits uh, so yeah we uh, certainly are concerned that we don't want to get uh, too much lower on our roster with our firefighters.
1: All right. Uh, some of the other things, of course, uh, Mayor Brink, uh, we've got Memorial Day coming up, kind of the uh, unofficial open to the summer season here in Detroit Lakes. And uh, are we going to continue? I know I asked you earlier about permits to event. Is there is that still on as far as you know, the Memorial Day parade and uh, event at the pavilion?
0: We approve the Memorial Day uh, function, which is going to be in the Veterans Memorial Park on, on just off Washington, I, just off, you know, across from the downtown crossing, along Highway 10, um, it, it's going to be a much uh, shorter, you know, smaller event than typically we've had the last number of years out at the pavilion or in the in the city park, and so that event is still on.
1: Okay. All right. And uh, towards the end of the meeting, uh, one of the last uh, approvals, I think, by this council last night was the extension of the emergency declaration uh, for the city, which is just kind of an administrative uh, thing for the city to do to kind of fall in line with the rest of the country and the state.
0: Correct. We did extend the emergency declaration through our June city council meeting. And you're right. It is a lot of administrative stuff. One of the Probably one of the main functions of having that declaration in place is it allows us to access uh, uh, different sources of funding, uh, like through FEMA, different things like that. If, if the city incurs extra expenses during this pandemic, then, then it allows us to uh, get some reimbursement for those expenses.
1: All right. Uh, One more thing before we go, too. I almost forgot this one. It was another uh, item that was discussed at length last night was the uh, signage on the beach. Uh, (laughs) No alcohol or dogs allowed on the beach, which has been the case uh, for I don't know how long, but uh, more signs will be put up this year.
0: Well, yeah, we've had that ordinance in place for many years, so there's no change to to that. Uh, Some of the signs that were down there had deteriorated and, and you know over a period of time dwindled down and so the city council last night uh, approved a plan to place 9 new signs along the city beach at strategic places where people are crossing the street, et cetera, uh, notifying folks that uh, no uh, alcohol or dogs are allowed on the city beach.
1: Okay. All right. Uh, And I know the police chief, it did explain that just when the big events happen, those little things become big things uh, when you get the multiplying of people, (laughs) bodies on Uh, the beach.
0: If we're going to have an ordinance that restricts things on the beach, I I think it's appropriate that the the public know that. And so the signs are uh, appropriate, I think, in this case. And and, yeah, they're mainly geared towards uh, the real busy weekends of the 4th of July when you get a lot of people in close proximity. And uh, if you get some problems with alcohol or dogs down there, it gives the police uh, an opportunity to uh, take care of the situation.
1: All right. And of course, before we go, the big question is to Zoom or not to Zoom next month?
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, Kelsey, uh, Clem, our city administrator and I talked a little bit after the meeting last night and we're we're thinking maybe we should try doing something we can use one of our city facilities we could we could have our meeting in the pavilion for example and space out and spread out and and so it's i guess not determined yet but uh, the zoom meeting yeah maybe the the audio is better carol but it's just really kind of a cumbersome way to do business so We'd like to be together as a group again as soon as we can.
1: My only request is that we are able to hear you in the pavilion. (laughs) Uh, All right. Maybe we could have a few pontoons out on the lake or something. Uh, Right, Mary Brink, I appreciate your time. And uh, thank you so much for the update and take care of yourself. And we, if not before, uh, we will see you again in June. Thanks, girl. All right. Detroit Lakes Mayor Matt Brink joining me via Zoom this morning, talking about things going on in the city, following the city council meeting uh, last night. Tomorrow on HodgePodge, we are going to have uh, the COVID-19 update locally, and we'll have a doctor from Essentia Health joining us on Zoom uh, tomorrow morning, just after 8.30 on Thursday's HodgePodge.
0: The Lakes Area Radio app is your all-in-one radio app for Lakes Area radio stations. I love the app. Including 1340 KDLM, 102.3 KRCQ, Wave 104.1, and Lakes 99.5. As well as Lakes TV3 and Lakes Area News, Weather, Sports, and more. Thank you! all!